The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Marketing at Lightspeed with your host, Ethan Raziel. Many companies don't even know where to start when it comes to marketing and PR. That's why we're here right now. Get ready to learn the secrets that experts have known for years. We'll cover everything from social media to your website. Can you hear the sales growing? Now, here's Ethan Raziel. And good evening. I'm Ethan Raziel, and welcome to Marketing at Lightspeed. We're live all over the world right here on the Voice America Network. I am thrilled to have you with us this evening. Um, I want to first thank uh, the Carpenter Group. They've made this show possible by giving me a place to record. So I can't thank them enough. If you need design or branding, website, anything like that, check out carpenternyc.com. And they do spectacular work. You will find it to be impressive as I did. And if you don't know me, I head up Lightspeed Public Relations. And before that, I spent a number of years as a reporter with Gannett. And I spent time with Samsung Electronics as a communications director and with Edelman, one of the world's largest PR firms. Now, why am I telling you that? There is a reason. Those are big organizations. And while I loved working with all of them, there were some frustrations for me. I found them to be bureaucratic. And they got in the way of me doing what I loved, which is marketing. You should do what you love. You should have fun. I try. And so after leaving Samsung, I started my own company. I started Lightspeed. And the mission of Lightspeed is to do marketing without wasting a lot of time. That's why it's called Lightspeed. It's right there in the name. And it's been a fantastic experience, and I've learned a lot over the past few years, and that's why I created this show, Marketing at Lightspeed. I wanted to share what I learned with you, and more importantly, to share insights from my guests. And I have an incredible guest tonight. His name is Yuval Malki, and he's a good friend of mine, and he is a professional podcaster. And he's going to tell you secrets of podcasting and how he's created his podcast and how you can do the same to market your business or just for fun or both, hopefully both. It should be. And we're going to get to that in a few minutes, but before we do that, here's how to reach me. The phone number is 866-472-5790. You can email me at ethan at lightspeedpr.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ethan Raziel. And please check out my website, and that is www.lightspeedpr.com. Now, before I interview my guest, I am going to do what I do every week. I'm going to give you my tips of the week. I think I'm going to have to come up with some cool theme music for my tips of the week. And if you missed the previous tips of the week, go check it out. Go to iTunes. This is, we're here in week eight. So I've got seven other episodes, and each week I have three or four tips of the week. So the first tip I'm going to give you tonight is about timing. Timing is everything. 
if you're listening to this show, you're in marketing. And in marketing, timing's everything. You know, if you, you've heard in real estate, location is everything. Location, location, location. Well, in marketing, it's all about timing. And I don't care how good your idea is. I don't care how smart you are. If you blow the timing, then you've blown it. I'm gonna give you a story. Yesterday was my birthday and it's also my wife's birthday. We have the same birthday. And well, this is a little bit embarrassing to admit, but I'm gonna admit it anyway. She's been saying for a long time that she wanted a pan, okay? Now we have a special kind of range, an inductive range, an oven, a stove. You have to use a special kind of pan. And she's been saying, I want a nonstick pan for that range. So I got it to her and I gave it to her. Big mistake, folks. Do not give your wife something for the kitchen for her birthday, ever. She told me I'm lucky that she didn't hit me with it. You've all's laughing because I made a big mistake, right? He knows that was dumb. <laughs> okay, so don't do that. But I tell you this because it's timing because there's 365 days in a year and any of the other 364 days in a year, that would have been great. Thank you, honey. Not on her birthday. Don't do it. Don't do what I did. And when it comes to marketing, it's the same way. Your idea, if it comes the same day that your competitor does something, if it comes when people are out for a holiday, Ramadan, whatever, be smart. Know what's going on. Don't launch something at the wrong time. You can blow it, no matter how good of an idea it was, like I did. Don't be me. Tip number two, the importance of staying in touch. This is something that I've learned since I've started my company. You'd be amazed how many interesting business leads that I've gotten from people that I knew 10, 15, 20 years ago. And I can't tell you how important it is to stay in touch with people over the long haul. Because when you get back to those people, even if you haven't been in touch with them for 10 years and you say, hey, wanted to check in, you never know what could happen. I don't care how you do it. You could do a spreadsheet, do a notepad, put everybody in LinkedIn, Find a way, but just make a list of everybody you know and stay in touch with them. Go to your high school reunion. But there's nothing more important, and if you listen to my show, you've heard me say it before, the importance of staying in touch in person. Do that. Go meet with people from your past, people from previous jobs. People love to hear from you. And don't overlook the importance of that when we do marketing, making that personal connection and staying in touch with folks. doesn't matter how many years it's been. And the third tip I want to give you is about failure. Failure is really important. And actually, I think I might do a whole episode on the importance of failure. But I'm just going to talk a little bit about the importance of failure right now because failure is not something that you should fear. Failure is something that you should embrace, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Why? Because you're your own boss. No one can fire you for screwing up. Now, one of my favorite companies, if you know me at all, is Amazon. I am an Amazon freak. I'm always ordering stuff from Amazon and I'm using all the Amazon products. I'm on Prime and I've got Fire and web services, you name it. Now the CEO of Amazon is a guy named Jeff Bezos. And by the way, his name is not pronounced Bezos, it's Jeff Bezos. I just want to, in case you were wondering, I wasn't sure about it, but I verified. Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos talks a lot about failure. And Amazon has failed in a lot of big ways. And I'm gonna just read something that I thought was really inspirational that Jeff said about failure. 
He said, I'm looking at two quotes, I'm deciding which one to read. Okay, he was talking about the difference between baseball and business, and he said, when you swing in baseball, no matter how well you connect with the ball, the best you can do, if there's three men on base, you can get four runs. You hit a grand slam, that's the best possible outcome, is four runs. Business is different. In business, every once in a while, when you step up to the plate, you can score a thousand runs. That huge return is why you have to be bold. And if you're gonna be bold, you're gonna fail. And it's okay to fail once in a while and even to fail a lot if you get that one occasional huge smash hit. And Jeff said that to Business Insider. You can Google that and read that great interview. And he also gave another interview to the Washington Post. And by the way, the owner of the Washington Post is Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and he said, he was asked about the failure of the, the you, you may remember, or maybe you don't because most people didn't even notice this, but Amazon did a phone. It was called the Fire Phone. The Fire Phone was a huge flop. You hear about this, Yvonne? No. Okay, the, the, the Fire Phone was one of the biggest disasters in the history of consumer electronics, and this was like about 18 months ago. Google that too. And he was asked by a journalist, he said, he was asked for his, his comments on the failure of the, the Fire Phone, and he said, I'm going to read this quote again. He said, if you think that's a big failure, we're working on much bigger failures right now. And I'm not kidding. He said some of those failures are going to make the, the fire phone look like a tiny little blip. He's proud of it. He encourages it. He tells all his employees to think bold and not be afraid of failure. And the beautiful part about marketing is it's, it's the same. If you fail in marketing, then people, unless you offend somebody, that's the one thing you shouldn't do. But the worst that can happen is people don't hear about your message. Try something else. So don't be afraid to fail. We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna interview my first, well, my, my one guest. I have one guest tonight. It's Yuval Malchi. Stay with us. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Have you found that PR firms are overexpensive and underdeliver? Have you hired a smart team of senior pros and ended up with a young team of raising grads? Well, you're not alone. We've had the same experience. That's why we created Lightspeed PR. Lightspeed isn't like other agencies. We're here to deliver results and do it quickly. It's right there in the name. By the way, we can't bait and switch because junior team members don't exist at Lightspeed. Visit LightspeedPR.com and learn more. We are ready to help. That's LightspeedPR.com. Tune in to Insights and Strategies with Barbara Lang for a look into the issues that matter to you, such as economic growth and stability, quality education, strong neighborhoods, and accountable leadership. We'll also highlight leadership today, how it can be strengthened, and how it impacts your community. Insights and Strategies is heard live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. 
and then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to Marketing at Lightspeed with Ethan Raziel. We'd love to hear from you today. Call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Ethan at LightspeedPR.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. Welcome back to Marketing at Lightspeed. And if you're just joining us, then you messed up and you missed some good stuff at the beginning. So you can go and go to iTunes and you can download the entire episode and you can catch up. I gave some, some, uh, some tips at the beginning. And by the way, for those of you who were wondering uh, I, about uh, the birthday gift, it wasn't the only gift. I gave her some other stuff that was better. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so don't give your wife a pan. Um, I am a big podcasting fan. I love podcasts. I, I've got my uh, subscriptions, and I've got probably 12 or 13 different podcasts that I listen to. One in particular that I want to mention, and, and uh, Yuval, I want you to tell me what you think about this, but the Serial Podcast, probably anybody who knows podcasts knows about it. It is the biggest podcast in history, and it was a cultural phenomenon last year. It was uh, literally on the talk shows, everything. This is an example of how talk shows can make a difference because the hero or the anyway the 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 focus of the first season of serial uh, Adnan Syed who uh, is in jail just got a new trial that was announced today today on June 30th and so that was in large part because of the renewed interest in the case from the podcast so check that out but Yuval is a professional podcaster Yuval welcome to the program thank you so I've known you for a long time. Right. Our listeners have not. So why don't you tell everybody who are you and how did you get here? Okay. So I got here by taking the uh, three train from uh, 42nd Street. Oh, locksmith. I'm a locksmith. Okay. So um, I studied, uh, we studied together um, in two colleges, Rockland Community College, way, way, way back then, and Syracuse University where uh, we both stayed for, for a while. And um, I studied international relations and I always loved history, so I minored in history. But somehow over the years I got into high tech and databases and um, I became a, a database and data warehouse expert for uh, close to 15 years. And while I was working, I was always doing other stuff that is related to history. So I was studying history, teaching history, and in 2007 I discovered the podcasting world when it was just really beginning, mm -hmm. uh, you could say. And uh, You're a podcast I'm, pioneer, aren't you? Uh, I'm not really a pioneer because there were other people who came before me, mm -hmm. but I'm like the second generation of podcasters. So I started a podcast. What did I do? I took some notes. I wrote some notes down on a notebook, opened the mic, recorded it, put some music on it with uh, a program called Audacity, and released it. And uh, then I did another episode. It was just for fun for myself, really. Mm -hmm. But then I started getting emails from people who said, wow, that was really good. And I said, really? I just opened the mic and talked. And... Um, Today I have about, about 160 episodes, uh, about 140, 145 are in Hebrew, but 15 are in English. And uh, uh, since about the probably 20th episode, I've been getting a lot of emails. And uh, when I mean a lot, you know, 
a person that writes to you, like if, for example, if you read someone's blog, so you'll write like two or three lines saying something. When people listen to you for like, you know, an hour and then they listen to like 30 episodes, so they've been together with you in a car for like 30 days, something happens to them. They really get like emotionally attached and connected to right. you. They feel like they're, they're a, like a close friend of yours. Yeah, because you've been talking to them. Yeah. You know, it's just you and them. A guy says to me, you know, we've been going running for two years. I said, I haven't lost a pound. <laughs> what do you mean we're running together for two years? So so it's really interesting. And when they write me emails, it's very, very long. So I would read like the entire email, then I would answer back. And then I would get to work when I was still, you know, working with uh, with databases. And uh, so this was all a hobby at this time. It was a hobby, but it was taking, you know, like an hour out of my day. I would have to write back to listeners. It was getting to be like really... And at a certain point, I said, you know, Mark Twain said that, that a person has two important days in his life, the, the day when he's born and the day he realizes what he was born to do. And that's when one day I realized, I said, you know what, I've been working, I love what I do, I'm good at what I do, but this is something that is completely different. People you found your calling. That's, that's my calling. That was my calling. Mm -hmm. and, and right then and there, I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I wasn't sure. I didn't have like an exact business plan. Um, I had someone who said, you know, you will guide me and help me. But I didn't know what I was doing really, and but I just left. I left work uh -huh. and became what it's called a professional podcaster. So you, you, you say that you became a professional podcaster, but uh, for those who may not know, what exactly is a podcast? Okay, that's a great question. So um, a podcast is actually um, a word that combines two words, broadcasting and iPod, because that's how it started. There was just an iPod and you can download programs to your iPod. And then people said, okay, I can record an MP3. It's a very light uh, file, so people can download it. It's not like, you know, two gigabytes or something. It's a very small file. So people started recording shows at home. And uh, they started recording shows at home and putting them up on web pages so people can download them. And then they realized that this audio show could have some kind of an RSS feed, what we call an RSS feed, uh, that can allow you to download it automatically. So you would download like an app to your phone, and every time there's an episode, it would come into your phone. Uh, so this is, this is how it began. Uh, and a podcast is basically like a radio show. It's an audio show that is always available. You can always download it wherever you are, whenever you are. So if you're uh, on a vacation somewhere very, very far and there's an internet connection, you can listen to your favorite show. It's no problem. Unlike TV, where you would have to be in a certain place and watch. Or in my case, uh, if you live in New York City, when you're on the subway, you're underground, you have no signal, you can listen to your podcast. That's Right. If you download it ahead of time, you can yeah. listen to a podcast. And that's a great thing. And... Um, the thing about podcasts, it's very it surprised a lot of people that audio made a comeback. Because, you know, people used to sit by the radio and listen to shows. Yeah, it's a throwback. Yeah, it is a throwback. I think what happened is people um, realized that when you're watching TV, you can only watch TV. It's very, very hard to do two things at the same time, unless you're watching, like, a sports game or something. And when people start realizing that they can listen to, like, a fascinating story while they're jogging, I think it made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Or while you're, you know, working, you can listen. I have a lot of, uh, I have about 100,000 downloads a month today. And I have a lot of listeners write to me, you know, I'm a graphic designer and I listen to your show while I do design, give me an idea. Um, I have a lot of people who work in the, uh, like, uh, cooking restaurant chefs, uh, pilots on uh, El Al uh, airline. Uh, wrote to me that they listened to the podcast on a plane. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually invited me once to fly with them in a cab. It was, it was a lot of fun. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so I get this you know, enormous amount of, of emails from people that listen and really get connected and really are moved by the podcast. Um, and why are they moved? Because yeah, what's something the podcast happens. About? So my podcast is, is history. Yeah. Uh, I'm a historian, basically. Um, so I produce, I take a hit, like a historical event and I turn it into a story, which is what it is, basically. And this is exactly what we used to do as, as people, you know, for thousands of years. 
you know, comes the evening, yeah. there's nothing to do around, you're in a cave, you're in a tent, you gather around the fire, and the old man will start telling a story of something that happened 200 years ago, so you can learn from that story. This is exactly what what used to our society used to be like. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing it, not around a fire, around a phone, but we, we still like love to listen to stories. Yeah, somehow there's something more intimate to me about audio than there is about something like TV or movies. Yeah, there's, it's more personal. Plus, yeah. there's something else that happens when you listen to audio. Let's do a, a short exercise, okay? Yes. So anyone that listens uh, particip- can participate with us. Um, I'll tell you a short story, and then I'll ask you a question, okay? So the other day, I'm walking out of my house, and I'm going into the driveway, and I'm going into my car, and I'm pulling out of the driveway. Eh, not so fast, not so slow. It's like, you know, medium speed. And as I'm going forward, I notice something very, very strange about the car. It's making a strange noise. And suddenly, I feel like the car is floating in the air. And I'm actually seeing the car rise like a foot or two feet above the ground. It was a really, really strange experience. And as I'm going into the intersection, and I feel like I'm floating in the air, a truck comes by and hits me. Okay, so this is the story. Okay. <laughs> what? This is the story. Okay. Now, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. What color was my car? Did you see my car? in your imagination, blue car. Yeah. And did you see me going into the car or was it someone that looked like me? It was, I, it was you. What was I wearing? This <laughs> exact outfit I'm wearing now. Because you're, you're, you're seeing me, okay. Yeah. And when I pulled out of the driveway, was it like a long driveway? Was it a short driveway? It was a short driveway. Short driveway. Yeah. And I pulled into the street, right? And then I drove. What kind of street was I driving on? Was it a long street, small, narrow? I was like imagining like a Dizengoff sort of thing. Oh, like a, like a main street. Yeah. Okay. And then the truck that hit me, was it a big truck, a small truck? What color was it? I was imagining like a big truck. Okay. A big truck. So see, someone else who's listening to us right now may have looked at a blue car and the guy was going, he only hears, doesn't know what I look like, may, may have imagined a short guy uh, wearing, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, sweatpants going into like a, a blue racing car and then he's going into the street. And so our imagination actually built the story in our heads and everything that I say in audio, people imagine it differently. And that's a beautiful thing because your imagination is working. Mm-hmm. When you're watching TV, it's like someone's feeding you with a spoon. But how does that work for a history podcast? These are real events. Right. So you don't want people to fictionalize it or add their own opinions. You want, you're communicating something that really happened, right? Does it still, how does that work? So for example, if I'm talking about um, what is called the turtles, the, the first submarine, David Bushnell built it um, during the uh, War of Independence and, uh, or later on during the Civil War, it was actually used. So. People actually imagine different things in their head, you know, what the submarine looked like, what his house looked like, what he was wearing, but the story is there. So, for example, I told one of my, um, I did um, um, a very long series on World War One, and uh, I talked about a naval battle that took place, and one listener wrote to me, she said, you know, I was driving down the highway, and all of a sudden I see in front of me this huge waterway, and I see these huge ships, and they're colliding, and they're firing at each other, and she's telling me, I'm seeing the whole thing in front of my eyes, and then suddenly I realized, wow, I'm, I'm actually on the highway driving, but I'm seeing this whole thing take place. And she said it was an incredible experience, and I've experienced myself when I, you know, you talk about Adan Saeed before. I imagine what he looks like, what his jail was, his high school, he was sitting at the library, what the computers might have looked like. Right. Yeah. Everything is in our heads, and we build a story. That's, that's a beautiful thing, because it allows you to, you know, you're watching a television show, that's it. What it gives you, that's what you get. Imagine if you heard Games of Thrones and audio, yeah. how we all would have imagined it differently. Right. It's a beautiful thing. Well, I had a, f- a friend of mine was just uh, telling me uh, he's got a new job and he's got a long commute. I said, what are you going to do on the commute? He uh-huh. said, I'm going to listen to 
Game of Thrones. Okay. But he was talking about the, the audiobooks. So okay. uh, it'll be interesting to compare his experiences right. after you watch the show. Okay, yeah. now before we go to the break, I want to ask you, I think, a question that you may not be able to finish uh, in a couple of minutes. But if people want to create their own podcast, yeah. how, how do they do that? Or what, what equipment do they need? Uh, wh- why do you start? So... Um, Let's cover, after the break, I'll tell you exactly how to start a podcast and what you should do. Before the break, what I want to say is just two things. Yeah. One is a podcast in essence is, I find it best, I, I, I can't you know, comment on a podcast if it's good or bad because it's, you know, a listener, can, one can find it good, one can find it bad. I can't say if it's good or bad, but it, the storytelling element is really, really important. So you were telling a story about the birthday and what you got your wife and anyone who listened to that story could not walk away in the middle. Yeah. So the storytelling um, aspect is very, very important. And how do you listen to podcasts if you know people don't know how? Um, so you can subscribe via iTunes or Stitcher, which is an app, or you can download a podcasting app such as Podcast Podcast Addict or Podcast Republic, and you search history or you search for a name of a show, and you can find the show. So for example, if you search on Google Play or you know any of the shows, Amazing History, you may come across my show in English. Just, just I put a few episodes in there. It's uh, just a few of the uh, 15 or, or 20 episodes that I have in English. So this is how you listen to, to a show. On a, on a phone, right? That's the best way to do it, on a phone, I'm guessing? On a phone, yeah. yeah. I, have, uh, I have listeners, um, I actually visited a listener, this is crazy, but you know, in Israel the, the distances are shorter, so I found a listener who wrote to me and said, you know, I didn't hear something, and I said, well, I said this and this, and he said, you know, forgive me, I'm 94 years old. And I said, you're 94, I'm coming to visit you. <laughs> I went to visit him, I interviewed him, the guy remembers World War II which is I'm actually doing a series in World War II now for Israel's uh, uh, education uh, broadcasting. So I'm writing, a sh- I'm writing the whole thing uh, with a bunch of writers. And uh, the guy told me like an incredible, incredible story. So, um, so you know, this is something that, that I was able to do. And I have listeners as young as eight or nine years old. So, uh, wow. and, and in Israel, they invite me, a lot of people invite me to give lectures. So in here, let's say you have a thousand or 10,000 listeners, they can be from all over the country. Um, because in Israel it's a smaller country, people invite me to give lectures, and I give a lot of lectures, uh, Hebrew, English, all over the country, to groups, to people. Um, I'm, I'm teaching actually a course next year, so uh, well, just a few, uh, just a, a few classes. I don't have time to teach a whole course. Um, all right. Well, speaking of time, I think yeah. this is a good place to pause. When we come back, I want to hear more about what you're doing, and I also want to give our readers some tips on how they can podcast themselves. And I'll tell you a cool story after the break. And and don't go away because you'll have a cool story coming, so stay with us. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Have you found that PR firms are overexpensive and underdeliver? Have you hired a smart team of senior pros and ended up with a young team of recent grads? Well, you're not alone. We've had the same experience. That's why we created Lightspeed PR. Lightspeed isn't like other agencies. We're here to deliver results and do it quickly. It's right there in the name. By the way, we can't bait and switch because junior team members don't exist at Lightspeed. Visit LightspeedPR.com and learn more. We are ready to help. That's LightspeedPR.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. 
Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned into Marketing at Lightspeed with Ethan Raziel. We'd love to hear from you today. Call into the program at 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to Ethan at lightspeedpr.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. Can't say how much I appreciate. You're spending your evening here with me and with my friend Yuval, who is a professional podcaster, and he's here to tell us about how you can use podcasting as a tool to market your business. So Yuval, in the last segment, you were telling us about what you're doing with history and some of the, some of the amazing stories, but how can marketers use podcasts to promote their own businesses? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, podcasting could be used as a marketing tool uh, very easily. Uh, it doesn't take a lot. And um, what you can do with it, you can connect uh, someone to a service that you're offering, or um, you can come out as an expert in your field. So let's say you're doing something that no one else does. You can do a podcast and through uh, storytelling, um, explain what you're doing. You can explain why your, um, you know, how your device, for example, is doing something great. And that, that's, that's great. Will people listen to it? You know, it's, it's kind of a question, question mark. Doesn't Maybe pod- a few. Uh, yeah. So... You can, what you can do is with, with podcasts, you can do two things really. You can actually have like a show that could be an add-on to your clients. So you can do a podcast and then just give it only to your client. So people will say, oh, you know, I want to be Ethan's client. I want to get this podcast. Or you can come across as an expert in the field. So if you're doing like marketing and like example, you're telling stories, you know, about life that actually connect to marketing, this could be a great thing because then you can come across um, as an expert. So podcasting really is, is a unique way. You know, it's, it's, it's new. It's unique, um, and it looks like it's sort of out of the box or very innovative way to come across and give attention to a business. Um, you can also, you know, when you have a podcast running, you can always promote, like if you have a new product uh, coming up, so you can promote it through a great podcast. Let me ask you a very basic question. Sure. There's work involved. How often do you need, do you need to do it weekly? Can you do it monthly? Or can you do it once? Well, what's the, what do you recommend people do if they're going to start a podcast? So a podcast actually, um, it takes time because there's planning involved. There's writing involved. Sometimes you want someone to proofread it. You have to find um, guests and bring them if you're doing guests. A guest or you write a story or whatever it is that you're doing. Usually once every two weeks, if you can produce a podcast, that's great on your own. Um, when you become a pro, then you can produce you know many more episodes. So for example, I'm producing now um, several podcasts and I'm also helping podcasters 
um, you know, increase their show, uh, increase the listeners rate to their show. So mm-hmm. I'm actually doing just not writing a podcast every two weeks, but yeah, but I still do my podcast every two weeks. Uh, every two weeks I have a show, I release a show. And what, maybe you were about to get to this, but I want to talk about equipment. I mean, I'm all about the technology. Before you talk into equipment, okay. let me just finish the story. Yeah, finish the story, story. So let, let me give you an example. I'm excited about the technology. We'll okay, I know. We'll, we'll talk about the uh, technology. We're actually planning to fly a drone in the room today, but uh, yeah, no, no batteries. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's take an example. So GE uh, last year produced a podcast called The Message. Um, it's about some kind of a message that people get from outer space and they're trying to understand what it says. It's an eight-episode part. And it was, it didn't even say GE on. So when you download the episode, you can, you can see that, you know, it has GE and you can just see the brand. But it didn't actually involve GE. They weren't telling about their products. But it was cool because, said, wow, you know, GE is a really cool company. If they're producing a podcast that is for fun, it's great to listen to. And then it becomes associated with the name. Microsoft, for example, um, let's say that they want to talk about one of their technologies. Let's say they want to uh, talk about HoloLens technology, okay? So they can write a blog about it, and people will read it. Some will read it. Uh, they can do a TED uh, talk, which they have been doing. Yes. But there's so many TED talks now that it's just, you know, it's uh, really there's a sea of TED talks. It's very hard to TED, even... TED is talked, yeah. TED is, is talked, yeah, it's talked through. But imagine if, if Microsoft decided that they were going to do a podcast, and that podcast was going to tell stories, fictional stories, but it was going to use Microsoft technology in the story. Oh, okay. So, for example, uh, a young kid... It's like kid, product placement, right, almost? It's, uh, yeah, it's sort of like product placement, but it's really, it, it has to do with, pro- with podcasting, is that you're not really selling someone very, you know, um, aggressively a product. Um, a little kid is walking down, I don't know, somewhere, and something happens, and someone's lost, and uh, that kid now has to find them, and it's, you know, it becomes a story that you want to listen to, and the kid is chasing them, and then he realizes that his parents are gone, so he's looking after his parents, and then he goes into a place, and they tell him, oh, we have this technology, but it's very new, we're not really sure how to operate it, it's called HoloLens technology um, for Microsoft, it's something that's mixed reality, um, so you'll have holographic projection technology that real people can use, and see, so you're telling about the product, but yeah. you're in the middle of a story, so that kid starts to, I don't know, he looks at a building, and he flips the building over, and then he you know, increases the size of the building, and he goes into a floor, and he sees the floor. While you're talking and describing it, people say, wow, that's really cool technology. And later on, you can even say, you know, at the end of the podcast, you know, holograph technology exists today. Uh, it was uh, done by Microsoft. It's been developed. Today, it's being used for one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. And here's a great ad for your product that you didn't just say, you know, this uh, holograph technology, and you have to sell through a blog, through some, like mainstream. Mm-hmm. This is something very unique. It's a very unique experience, and I would love to listen to a story like this. If I have to read now a whole blog about um, HoloLens 3D, maybe I'll read it once or twice, but there's probably updates to the product. There's probably a whole new, th- you know, bunch of new things going on. I'm not sure I would, you know, read it again and again. Um, so that's something that's definitely, you know, tell a story, uh, maybe use your products in the story, tell a story about how people use your product. So let's say you have um, a product that um, uh, one of my listeners, he developed a lock that has um, a GPS on it and also notifications that are, that are sent. So if someone's trying to open a lock at 3 in the morning, it will send him a message that this lock is, is opened. So he could talk about the lock. It's kind of boring, you know, but he could tell a story about how someone broke in and that lock has a unique thing that, that and it actually exists today. And then he, he continues, you know, telling the story. But someone will say, wow, there's actually a lock that can report when someone's actually trying to access it. That's pretty cool. So that's a way to insert, you know, your own um, products into a story um, or tell stories around your product. And that could be a really good thing because 
people will download the podcast, they would like to listen to it, and they'll learn about you as a company, what you do. Um, this is something that it's not too difficult, you know, it's not like a television show that you need to invest, you need to put in a lot of time. Here, you're talking about audio, and you know, we can talk about equipment, um, what it takes to create a podcast, but yeah, the main thing is, you know, think about every two weeks, you'll have to put something out there, uh, usually it's better to prepare it ahead of time, so like not every two weeks you'll be in a rush to create a podcast, but you'll have like you know a bunch of episodes, like maybe five or six episodes, so in the middle, if you're going on vacation, it's not the end of the world, you know, it's not like you're not broadcasting, you have something in stock. If it's a series that you want to create, like, like let's say you want to tell like an eight episode story and put your products inside, like do product placement, um, then you can just create a whole episode and then, you know, uh, do what GE did. Uh, the Department of Energy has a podcast, they talk about innovation and you know, show people how their textiles are being put into use, or what is solar technology, or how to save on electricity uh, through a podcast that tells stories. That's that's pretty cool. Um, so, one more thing about about a podcast, or or two things. One, you can transcribe the podcast, and then Google will love seeing you know all the text, and they will give you a higher ranking in the what search engine. Well, I didn't catch transcribe. Oh, transcribe. transcribe a podcast, yes. yeah. You can use today's services like Upwork. It's a whole bunch of websites where you can find people that will transcribe your whole podcast uh, for a decent amount, you know, for right. decent rates. Um, and you can even do give it to a student or something to do it. So, you know, it doesn't cost you that much. But Google, when they go in and they see the transcription on your website, it, you'll be much higher ranked in their SEO. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, then if you're not, because if you're talking about, let's say you're talking about um, that's a, good tip. Uh, a drone. Yeah, you're talking about a drone. So our show is about a drone, but Google doesn't know. He knows that your show is about a drone, he knows that it's a podcast, but if you have the transcription, it's an hour long uh, uh, written words about drones. You'll see the word drone like 13,000 times, and Google will say, wow, this is you know exactly about drones. I'll put it up in, in the ranking, in the search. How long do you think it'll be before Google has the ability to actually index audio files without a transcription. I mean, it could go in there and just listen and get the words, right? Isn't you think yeah, I think when Google will want to do it, they'll be able to do it. Yeah, right, when they decide to. Right? Yeah, when they decide to, it's, it's gonna be possible. Um, so, what else? Ah, I wanna say one more thing. Um, boring things can become very sexy stories, okay? So, for example, let's take um, a guy who is on the first day of his job, and his job is to do cold calls and try to sell a product. So when that guy goes on a job, it's kind of boring, right? Would you want a guy to tell you, you know, he goes and cold calls people out of 100 people. You want to hear about his day? Not really. It doesn't sound that interesting. But he had a story to it. This guy came from a broken home. Uh, at the age of 16, he had to take care of his two brothers. He went to a community college. Then he went to a, a yeah. school. Then, yeah, and then he gets, gets this job. And then you're all excited. Wow, you know, I'm rooting for this guy. And then he makes the first call, you know. And then someone tells him, well, you know, it's, you know, for first, for people who start, it's like you have a 1% chance of actually scoring. Like out of 100 people, maybe one will buy the product. So the guy starts and he goes through 10 calls and 20 calls and 30. In order you're rooting for the guy, you want him to succeed. And it's 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 90 calls. The guy's made 90 calls and he's yet to make a sale. This is the same guy at the age of 16, came from a broken home and made himself, you know, he's a self-made man and he's a 92nd call, 93rd, and he hasn't sold a thing and he's getting desperate out there. And then you hear a story about who's waiting for him at home and you're rooting for the guy and now it becomes a great story and then at the 99th call maybe he sells something you're like yeah, yeah it becomes the greatest story ever right and what is it a guy who does cold calls it's like you know it's, it's kind of boring right so you can you can really turn any story 
into a tail. Um, it can even be like, you know, when you're, when you have a lot of background noises, it's also pretty cool. Um, I was doing interviews with people like in the street and when you hear the background, you try to guess, oh, what, what did I hear? What did I hear? Um, so for example, if I have this bag in front of me here, you know, and I have a bag, it, you don't know what it is, but it's, it's interesting, you know, so what am I holding in the bag? So I'll open the bag now and I'll pull something out of it, you know, and someone's magic, listen to the sound. And then I have this in my hand and can you guess what it is? Yeah, it's a peanut. So that's cool. With sound, you can do a lot of things. So that's that's the idea of storytelling. Yeah. Um, you want to talk that, about equipment and, a little bit? Or, and storytelling, uh, by the way, I love that you're talking about storytelling because that's what marketers do. And when I try to explain what I do, I say I'm a storyteller. And you're just talking about audio is one channel for that story, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 you know this is we we were built for that. I mean, we we used to sit around a campfire and listen to someone telling stories. Um, today, when people write about how to teach history better, they say, make it a story. And uh, that's why I have a lot of people who say, you know, I have a hard time studying for exams, but sometimes I listen to your podcast and it's much easier for me to listen. So, um, yeah, so I think stories are, are very catchy. And if you have a podcast that has a story to it, um, you'll have a lot of listeners. You'll have a lot of listeners. So uh, I think we need to go to break now. Uh, we're going to come back right after this and... Uh, we're going to get down to some nitty gritty on the tech, so stay with Terrific. us. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Have you found that PR firms are overexpensive and underdeliver? Have you hired a smart team of senior pros and ended up with a young team of recent grads? Well, you're not alone. We've had the same experience. That's why we created Lightspeed PR. Lightspeed isn't like other agencies. We're here to deliver results and do it quickly. It's right there in the name. By the way, we can't bait and switch because junior team members don't exist at Lightspeed. Visit LightspeedPR.com and learn more. We are ready to help. That's LightspeedPR.com. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. How is your marketing going? Really? Mm-hmm. Not so good. What could you be doing wrong? You spent a lot of time and money on your marketing, tried to follow what other successful people are doing, and yet your business marketing plan is still coming up short. Try something new. Tune into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing, with host Jackie McClinigan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. It just might work for you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into Marketing at Lightspeed with Ethan Raziel. We'd love to hear from you today. Call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 
472-5790. You may also send an email to Ethan at LightspeedPR.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Marketing at Lightspeed. As always, this is your host, Ethan Raziel. And I'm here with Yuva Machi, our professional podcast host. Yo. Uh, Yuvi, Yo. let's get down and dirty here. If I want to start a podcast, what do I do? Okay, so the first thing you need to do is put some thoughts into it. Like, what are my first three, four, or five episodes are going to be about? And you need to either outline them. So if you're just talking to a microphone, uh, that's great. If you have a script, that's also great. But you have to make it sound like you're talking and not just reading from a screen. And uh, once you have that, once you have the first episodes, uh, you can get a microphone. You can get a Blue Yeti, which is what I have, what you have. Uh, you can get a Zoom microphone. There's a whole bunch of, of so selections that you can... For, the, for, for Google-ness, um, can, you, can you spell uh, both of those microphone brands for us, for our, our listeners? Yeah, so Blue, B-L-U-E, and Yeti. Y-E-T-I, so Blue Yeti is, is a great microphone. Uh, for field recordings, I usually use the Zoom H2N. Uh, that's also a great microphone. Um, you have to position it like you know close to the person who's speaking, or if you're in a room with people, also record, um, uh, also record around it. So it's a great microphone as well. Um, so you could just buy any microphone. I mean, you can even buy a microphone for like you know fifty to hundred dollars, as long as it's something good, because it's very important that the sound is is crisp and it's clear. Um, if I'm talking, you know, like a muffled sound, and only hear people will listen like a minute to your podcast. So it has to be a good microphone. I've noticed that when people call in on cell phones, uh-huh. it sounds pretty bad. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, try to get them to not do that. So that's something that that's a, that's a no no, right? Yeah, yeah, it's important. And uh, the microphones are usually USB. You can connect um, the microphones into the computer and just use Audacity, which is a free uh, software. It's freeware software. It's not free. It's freeware, and um, you can use Audacity to it very quickly through YouTube. A few YouTube uh, um, uh, movies, you can learn how to work with Audacity in like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then you'll improve. You have to improve all the time. And then you use Audacity, you record your stuff, you add music. Music is very important. So um, there are a few websites, um, two of the great websites that I use for uh, for music. One is technox.com, T-E-K-N-O-A-X-E.com. That's a... Uh Fair use or public yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you can use it for commercial or for personal, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's royalty-free. And another one, royalty-free for personal and podcasting use, is Kevin Mecleod's uh, website, Incompetech.com. Mm-hmm. You can put those up on your uh, on uh, the webpage, and people can go in and yeah. look at it. I'll put the links up. Uh, yeah, and those are great, great places for, for audio. After the show, you can tell me what you think of the music for this show, but you don't have to say it. Yeah, but even when people talk, you can put music behind them. So, for example, um, if you use, like, you know, piano music or anything... Uh, like I'm using, oh, yeah. so you can see how the tone changes. Yeah. So it's very romantic right now. <laughs> yeah, I was walking through a garden, and across the street, I see a young lady, and she looks at me, and I smile. You know, and this is how the, the music really <laughs> puts a tone into it. And, I'm crying. Uh, I'm sobbing uncontrollably right now. So. <laughs> um, I used usually um, in my podcasts, which last from an hour, from a half hour to two hours, depending. Um, I can use like 30 to 50 tracks of different music. And you're generally a one man. You don't you don't have guests, right? You're generally, uh, well, actually, I know you've interviewed some pretty famous people. We didn't talk about this, but um, if I'm derailing you, tell me, but I want to make sure that we cover, that you interviewed the president right. of Israel. Right. 
So the president of Israel is like uh, the highest uh, figure to have been interviewed to a podcast, and he uh, interviewed my podcast about three months ago. Um, we talked about different things, Jerusalem, uh, the future of the state, and it was very, very interesting. We were talking about one person who was doing a podcast about, um, he knew the guy, so he was willing to interview, and it was, uh, it was nice. Yeah, so I interview people also. Uh, most of the stuff is just you know historical events turned into stories. Um, but I'm also doing other things, and um, this is um, very interesting. Um, a few months ago, um, someone called me and um, said he was a listener, and he used to listen to the show with his daughter. Uh, last year in Israel, a very sad event during the Gay Pride Parade in Jerusalem, 2015, a crazy guy uh, broke into the crowd and pulled out a knife and started stabbing people randomly. And a girl, a young girl by the name of Shira Banki, uh, was murdered, basically. And um, she was murdered, and the whole country was in shock. That yeah, was, that was, I remember hearing about that. That was big news at the time. It was big news. It yeah. was, you know, Jewish guy stabbing to death another Jewish girl. It was, you know, it's not terrorism per se, like we're used to. Um, it was a huge story, and uh, it was very painful. I remember I was, uh, for two days, talking to people about it because I was, uh, um, I was in shock. And I didn't, I didn't have an idea that she was a listener to my show. Uh, but her father called and said he wants to do something in her memory. And we decided to create... Um, a series in her name that will focus on pious people around the world who went and helped others, uh, people or even animals uh, we're going to mix into it um, with, you know, taking great risk to their lives, to their lives, uh, Jews, non-Jews, you know, people from the world, Muslims, um, so people can see that humanity is actually strong, um, is filled with, with good and good hearts and good deeds and there's actually you know, a chance for us to be better human beings mm -hmm. and drive away hatred and the acts that you know, happened last year. So this is a very exciting project and we're actually raising money for it. This um, is a Kickstarter. It's a Kickstarter project that will run in Israel. So it's like it's called Headstarter in mm -hmm. Israel, something different. Um, and we have a lot of artists, like major artists, who are uh, joining us and uh, giving away stuff. So, ah, okay. So we're actually, yeah. So the whole country is basically going to be aware of this uh, series in, in a few weeks and uh, aware of the podcast as well, uh, if, if they haven't yet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so this is one of the things we're doing. So, so um, if people want to get involved in that, they go to, is it? Is yeah, it, they can write me, they can send me an email. Okay, what's um, your email address? So my email address um, is podcastmarketingtool at gmail.com. It's easy to remember, podcastmarketingtool. Uh, people can write to me, by the way, about anything. Uh, questions, I'm willing to help you start your podcast, uh, free of charge, obviously. Uh, one of the things about the podcasting world is that it's a lot of help from people to people it's a community so I help you know several podcasters without uh, you know, without a penny and I think it's good karma and it comes back through a different door so this is something uh, and so yeah you should please please do that so this is something I've really been thinking about I, I want to know about how to promote a podcast now in the case of this show marketing at Lightspeed this is not a traditional podcast because it's part of a network and there's 500 other shows so it's a different animal. I didn't have to, I do some self-promotion, but I didn't have to worry that much about it. How, if I'm just gonna start a traditional podcast without being part of a larger network, uh, as interesting as it may be, how do I get the word out about that? So usually um, in order to get the word out, you have to do something crazy, uh, one. Um, a or um, a stunt, yeah, or stick to it. So that means that you'll have really interesting episodes over a long period of time, like maybe a year or two years. Um, you have to love what you're doing. It's very hard to start a podcast with something you'll say, well, uh, let's talk about cars. You love talking about cars. If not, you should. You should find something that you really is, is, is in the base of your soul or, or something that you really connected to and do it. 
you could um, maybe talk about movies uh, that have come out and show like what marketing uh, techniques are being used in movies. So for example, there's uh, you know a couple movies that, that I've seen that uh, had great marketing techniques in, in them, um, either you know for a guy to get a date or something. And you can talk about those. You can, you know. So that's one thing you can do that uh, can really put a smile on people's faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, do something positive, not negative. People hear about negative stuff all day, news, oh, yeah. newspapers. So do tough. something positive. You know, we, we talked about um, if we had a website, if we could start a website, it would be just good news. You know, all the good news that happened in the world today. Um, so yeah, so, so do something fun. Do something that is really, you know, people will want to listen to it. Uh, people will say, oh, you know, uh, tomorrow, uh, at, uh, I don't know, Tuesday, there's going to be Ethan's show. I'm already waiting for it. And uh, I know on Wednesday morning, I'll listen to it either, you know, as a podcast or uh, you can download the show. So yeah, so do something fun. Do something from your heart. Do something that you're connected to and uh, you'll be successful. And are there directories that I can either, you mentioned Stitcher and, and, and iTunes, are there directories where I can learn like the best podcast or that I can submit a podcast to to get them to list it there? Does that exist? Uh, it exists. There is a few places that I've used in the past, like Podcast Alley. Google today has yeah, a service yeah. uh, called Google Music. Google you can, Music. You should submit your podcast and your RSS feed to Google. Um, yeah, so that's definitely some of the things. You submit your uh, your podcast feed to all of the big ones. Uh, it should be on iTunes. It should be on... Yeah, and get the word out. You know, put it on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook page where I uh, um, put up, like, posts, interesting stories. And at the end, I say, you know, uh, we have a webpage. Um, you can go listen to a podcast. And then people who like to read on Facebook are exposed to that as well. Um, and listen, I've been doing it for eight years. A lot of word to mouth. A lot of people have just, ex- you know, explored the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Someone write to me, last week I found out about your podcast. You know, I've been doing it for 10 years. Last week I found out. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, so it's, it's, it's always out there. It's live. It's great. And um, yeah, even if you produce like five episodes, ten episodes, give it a shot. You know, you have mm-hmm. nothing to lose. And who knows, you may have like a winning podcast out there. So go do it. Don't be afraid. Do, do it. it. Yeah, and I'll echo that. Um, I want to ask you two quick questions. We have about two minutes left. Sure. One of them is now you're, for those of you, if it wasn't obvious, you, um, you're from another country. Right. And you do your podcast in Israel where it's pretty warm. Now, one of the things that I realized even tonight was when you do a podcast, you can't run the air conditioning. <laughs> you can't run a fan. You can't do all the things that I would do to stay cool. So what do you do when it's 110 degrees or whatever, 45 Celsius? And, you know. So uh, you either uh, record your stuff really, really late at night uh-huh. or early in the morning. Um, I got a friend who's also a, a famous podcaster in Israel, Ron Levy. Um, he has a show called CM Pod, uh, which is also uh, in English. It's about technology and science. And uh, when he records, um, he uses ice cubes. So he'll put ice cubes in a bag and put it on him to keep him cool. And usually he records in his underwear. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's a problem. Um, usually, you know, what, what uh, all this, I record also in studios. Like, uh, you know, we have different projects. We record, like, you know, so many shows. Um, so they'll have, like, a quiet fan going on or something that'll really cool the room down before we start so you don't hear the fan in the background or the microphone is a special microphone. So uh, when you get to be, you know, like a professional podcaster, you use better equipment that costs more, picks up less sound from the sides. Um, you should think about doing maybe an episode from the Brooklyn Bridge or something or uh, doing something, you know, like a cool place or, uh, I don't know. You have to think about something, doing a show that is unique, that people will talk about. I think that's, that's uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about what our listeners should do and I'm thinking about what I should do. Uh-huh. So uh, maybe uh-huh. I'll try to do that too because uh, I'm learning as I go as well. Yeah. So this is good advice for, for, for me too. Okay. 
Uh, I think we better uh, we better uh, wrap it up. I want to thank uh, you, Yuval, for, thank you, uh, for for coming, and it's so great that you were able to be here in the room with me. Uh, that uh, this worked out. So thank you for joining us, and thank you to my listeners. Please check out Lightspeed PR and say again your uh, podcast marketing tool at gmail.com. There we go. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening, and come back and listen next week. Bye bye. so much for listening this week to Marketing at Lightspeed. Please join Ethan Raziel next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll help you improve your marketing one show at a time.